It's the morning show that no one knows and no one is talking about. I said no one is talking about, but if they did, they'd probably say it's the best way to start today with Rach and Dave. <coughs> there we are. Good See, morning. if you had this, I wonder if you had this kind of phone. If your color, because the color here looks better, but I don't know if that's because of Instagram and Facebook. Instagram, Facebook, we look a little bit like ghosts. And and Instagram, we look like we got just a little color in Ibiza yesterday. I don't think I say Ibiza right ever. I say Ibiza, and there's a girl at our office who's in her 20s, and she's like, Ibiza? And I'm like, I, no, I don't know. I'm not cool. I just... Know that it's a place in Spain. Jeffrey, don't start. There goes Jeffrey. <laughs> don't even start. There goes Jeffrey. It's uh, like a fall day here. I know. We have the door open in our office. It is never cold outside. Even when it's like 4 o'clock in the morning in, in Texas, it is just dastardly hot. The windows look like we're like, like having That's a what sauna made me know it's that weird. it might be cold outside as our windows are fogged over. So we open the door. I know it doesn't seem like a big deal to you, but if you live in Texas, you understand why it's a big deal that it feels like fall outside. It's the first look, time. I went and put a plaid on. I was so excited. Yeah. The boys I, had to wear sweatshirts. Does it, I mean, how did we do it before? Was it a tilt down? Do we still have that thing? How did we do it? Sorry, Facebook. Like, remember? Just lift it up. Hold on, everyone. As per usual, I mean, you'd think this is like our 500th episode of live stream. We still don't have this down. Nope. <laughs> so I have a story to tell. First of all, I want to shout out to... Nope. <coughs> the, we had a very sweet fan who sent us a box of so many things. So very many things. Thank you so much. Um, it's really sweet when you guys send us gifts. You absolutely don't have to. Uh, but there was one thing in the box that I really, really loved. And that was this mug. Can you see this? Be fierce, Beyonce. So thank you. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Um, you, did we show this one too? Someone got us at the, um, people like to get us things to drink out of, which is smart. We got this at the... Uh, Rise Together conference, someone made us that Hustle Like Hollis, That's which is fun. like a really sweet thing. I love that people Although like I did, that we're hustling. I carried it one day. Every day I'm hustling. I can't. Okay. Oh my Facebook! I'm so sorry. Lord. I'm so sorry. It, I was trying to clean it up. That's I'm fine. so sorry. Um, the... What? Yesterday, okay. I also, oh. and then I took a little tiny bit of grief because I was trying to just like have fun with it. Now I gotta feel like I gotta say something, but like oh, I people gave you a hard time. I knew they were going to just a little bit. I got to the office and it was mail. It was like mailbag Tuesday, and we have a PO box, so you know, like every once in a while, you get all the mail that has like stacked up, and in the mail was a first. Rachel and I were invited to a wedding. Okay. Wait, people gave you a hard time because you made fun of the fact that strangers invited us to their wedding. What could they possibly say to you? Though people pick on us for literally everything. Well, so, so I made the joke of like um, there being a line somewhere. Yeah. And that this felt like it was on just the other side of the yeah. line. Because, of course, I do appreciate that you may want Rachel Hollis and Dave Hollis to come and enjoy the chicken at your wedding. Did they even write a note? There was no note. There's no note. No, 
There was no nothing. note. It was just like just an invitation to someone's wedding addressed to us in our PO box. So I so I don't think it's crazy that you said that was crazy. So I, I didn't say it was crazy. I did not say it was crazy. Send your DMs to Rachel. I didn't say that. I but, won't open those DMs. But I so our assistant comes to the into my office and is like, hey, um, are you guys interested in attending this wedding? And I was like. I don't recognize. I don't know who that is. I don't recognize Here's either the thing. of these our names. Our actual friends and family have our home address. Yes. They're not sending a note to our PO box. So then I was like, "Hey Ray, do you know these two people? Because nope. I don't recognize these I names." Don't know them. And the answer, of course, was nope. No. Do not know. So then I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna um, really politely decline your." And you did. I did. I did. And so there's a little no. little RSVP. Most people don't even get a note. And I you checked. A nice note. And I just said like. We regret that we will not be joining your celebration. And then I uh, wrote a little note, like wishing them the best on their future yes. life, all of that. But people on Instagram. Then I took a picture of the note and the RSVP How card. And a few people that I got were like, they were like, you know, these people were really probably just like no, thinking of no. you as people that they'd really like to have be no. at their wedding because of how no. close they feel to no. you. And so like you may have taken the air out of their sails. And I was like, nope. I hope if they it, think it, highly it, enough of or, or, or like want me at their yeah. wedding well enough, they also know my sense of humor. Yeah, agreed. But some people don't. Agreed. It's okay. Guess what? Yeah. I was having some fun with it. Yeah, people and, need to calm um, down. I'm going to set up a separate P.O. box for you to send the notes. That, about all the things we're all doing wrong. All the things wrong. we do wrong. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nope. Good no, time. thank you. Okay, wait. You started with, I have a story. I do have I a story. story. You did. But I do have a story. So, um, yesterday, don't tell him this. If you see him on the streets of uh, Hill Country in Texas, don't, don't tell Ford I told you this. Ford Hollis, age six. Six. Yesterday at school, peed his pants. Okay? Now, luckily, my first question as a mom was, did anyone see and he said no, and I said, well, then it didn't happen. You know, if a tree <laughs> falls in the forest, no one's around to hear it, it doesn't make a sound. Like, no, you didn't pee your pants, nobody saw, you didn't pee your pants. The, 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 I get into it with him, because he's very embarrassed that he peed his pants. Like, so, so, so embarrassed. And I said to him, um, well, why'd you pee your pants? Like, this hasn't happened in years, and he's six years old, and he said, I made it a goal never to go to the bathroom at school. That's what he told me. And I'm like, why? And he what? said, just to see if I could. What? I'm like, it sounds like something one of his dumb older brothers told him that he should try and do. But he made it a goal not to go to the bathroom at school. So then he had, he got too excited. He waited too long, peed his pants a little bit. So he was upset. It was fine. But then this morning, he got these cool, like from Target, these like um, soccer, <laughs> like warm up pants, you know, the um, Umbaro, Umbaro, yeah, oh yeah, whatever those sure. are. They're drawstring. And I said it to him when I put them on. I said, hey, buddy, I'm tying this in a bow, but not a knot, so that you can very easily undo it when you got to go to the bathroom. And then, you guys, not six minutes later, he goes to go to the bathroom and he pees all over himself. Okay? Um, he didn't, he, you know, little boy style, he didn't take his pants fully down. He just tried to sneak his member out without removing his pants. I didn't know if it was too early for people to hear the word penis. So, Hello. anyway, there you go. So he's trying to get it out without, you know, ends up peeing all over himself. <coughs> now, now he's decided this is his fate. He's so upset. He's like, I don't want to be this guy. And I'm like, what guy? And he's like, the guy that peed. 
generally, like generally, genuinely upset. I'm trying to think of everything. And then I was like, you know what, buddy? I pee my pants. And he's like, no, you don't. You're just trying to make me feel better. I was like, Ford Baker Hollis. The very first line in mommy's book. The book that has sold 1.5 million copies and will pay for you to go to college. (laughs) The very first line in that book is talking about me peeing my pants. He's like, no, it's not. So I go and get Girl, Wash Your Face. And he can read now. He's, you know, first grade. So he's kind of stumbling through. But I said, read this first sentence. And he's like, I peed my pants? I'm like, yeah, man. Why? I'm like, well... You know, you're like a living Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, I'm like sometimes when mommy call me Miles Davis. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for laughing at my joke. I'm like sometimes when a mommy pushes a baby out of her body, you know, things work differently. I pee my pants sometimes. It just happens. I'm 35 years old. It's happening to me. It's fine. And immediately he was like, Oh, okay. So just so you know, I still get triggered. You're not the only one. I still get triggered by weeping willow trees, and I think you know why. I think you know why. When I was in school, I think like most people when they were in school, like not wanting to pee. Let this dog. He's he's, the worst. He is completely wet, so he is no not going back into the house. Jeff, you gotta stay in here, brother. You gotta hang out here, brother. Um, I. There goes Jackson. Have a great day, buddy. Do you need a sweater? A little nip in the air. Yeah. All right. Don't let Jeffrey, uh, don't let Jeffrey, take Jeffrey with you in the van. Let him go on a car trip. So, I would, uh, I don't understand this. I don't want to, I want to like <laughs> challenge myself to see if I can not pee. That's weird. Um, but I definitely was not interested in the adult restroom and number two. And we call, and if you have to go, poop. Okay, we said it. Ah. it uh, 200 episodes, we finally said the word poop live. Ah. Um, in our, jokingly, in our relationship, we call that the adult restroom. <laughs> There's like the regular restroom and then the adult restroom is when you've got to go poop. Oh, so times. I'm just saying that way people know what we're talking about. When he was little though, I, I think most kids, the worst thing you can imagine, come on, Jeff, come here, Jeff, here we go, would be to go at school. I had no, I, had, I just could not go. I was not interested. I could not, I would not go. <laughs> And the bus stop to my house was like, I don't know, a, a half mile. I can't believe you're telling the weeping willow tree story. I, I can it. remember like the, the challenge, because here's the thing, I was in second grade, so I've matured that much since then. Accurate. But I had taken the bus home. I had to go basically, I think, since I took the bus to school and then <coughs> was like, okay, I'm almost home. I can do this. I can How, get what there. Second grade. Second grade. I can do this. I can get there. This is going to be fine. And then there's this weird thing, and you know this if you've ever had to. If, like, do you run? Yeah. No, you cannot run. Because if you run, it absolutely gets oh you gosh. into trouble. Yeah, so you, you can't walk. You gotta, you gotta walk. Now, it wasn't even walk slowly, it was like a speed walk. Oh, so yeah. then I was like, all right, I'm gonna speed walk, walk my way. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. speed walk. And I made it 0.38 miles yeah. of the 0.5 miles that I had to make it home. Yep. And there was a weeping willow tree where the branches hung all the way to the ground. All the way to the ground. Coverage. I opened it up, Jeffrey. went inside. Every single time since that second grade moment. So just, for like just for clarity's sake, clarity. just so we all understand yes. the central thesis here. Yes. 
You pulled down your pants. You pooped under a tree. That is exactly what happened. And then you ran away from it? As fast as I could. I, it was as though aliens came out of my body and I ran. I ran as fast as I could to my house. Because then I had to like finish, I had to clean up. Like I wasn't using weeping willow branches. I wasn't in the Garden of Eden. I, like I was, I was trying. I wasn't in the Garden I was, of Eden. I just needed to get home. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Oh, bless it. If you oh. see a weeping willow tree today, I hope you write it down in your gratitude you better, journal. You better screenshot that and send it to Dave Hollis. Oh, oh my gosh. I mean, if this is your first time joining us on live stream, I apologize. You're welcome. I mean, just, you never know. Well, like a box of chocolates over here, you never know what you're going to get. You kind of know what you're going to get. Kind of, well, no, not if you've never been here before. Maybe you think we're going to be professional, or maybe you think we're going to motivate you only. We're going to motivate you, but this first we're going to talk schnauzer, about he's acting like he's been put into a prison camp. Jeffrey is the king of the grass is always green. Oh. Jeffrey, if he's inside, he wants to be out. If he's outside, he wants to be in. He is positive. Come here, Jeff. He's covered. He's wet. I know. I just want to show the, our, our wet terrible Whatever, Whatever the opposite of what he has is, is what he wants. Don't be like Jeffrey Hollis. That's wet, John. It's a wet dog. You know what? If Jeffrey could do a gratitude journal, he would not be so dependent on thinking something else is going to make him happy. Look at me like a minister finding a way to make a point out of anything. Don't Jeff be like Jeffrey Hollis. If we told Jeffrey, Jeffrey, your life depends on coming up with 10 things you're grateful for today, he would die. No, he probably could. Could he? He'd be like getting outside, going inside, no, having a ball. He's, yes. He's, he's a grump. This he's, dog is a he's grump. He's not a grump. He's, he's like the grump. happiest Nope, he's a grump. He wants to go explore wherever he's not at. And, you know, who can blame him? He's a wanderer. He scratches on the door. Scratch, scratch, scratch. He, he goes scratch. outside and then eight seconds later scratches on the door to come inside. Yeah, that's true. He feels like he's missing out. That's, that's what he, he thinks everyone's hanging out without him. He's and got you know FOMO what? at all times. He's right. He does have FOMO at all times. <laughs> so you may have seen yesterday on Instagram stories... I did have a, a long-winded, uh, if you haven't seen it, go watch my Insta stories from yesterday. It's the first time I've done an Insta story in like a week. Because everyone was like, where have you been? Why haven't you been doing Insta stories? I've been sick. I have been sick. I'm getting over bronchitis. I, like, by first, for days and days and days, I like couldn't even get out of bed. I was so tired. Now I'm getting out of bed, but about two or three o'clock, I feel like I got hit by a truck. And I finally realized today why I'm so exhausted. It's because, because of the bronchitis and all of everything swollen, everything swollen, it's hard to breathe. And because it's hard to breathe, I feel tired. So finally put it together today. Congratulations to me. Makes no but sense. yesterday, okay. if you want to hear a very funny rant about me going to urgent care and getting denied, they would not give me any medicine. Okay, I'll just give you a little bit of my thought process here. I am 35 years old. I was born in 1983. So anyone who's born in 1983 or before remembers a time when you, you got antibiotics. You had a problem. You went to the doctor. They gave you a pill. They gave you a shot. You got better. That's how it worked. 
And then sometime between me being a child and having children, the medical community, and I get it, I understand, antibiotics can only treat what? Like an infection or something? So there's a lot of stuff now that they won't give you antibiotics for because they're like, well, you don't have a fever. I'm like, sir, I have <coughs> the energy of a Springer Spaniel. My normal energy level is through the roof. So for two plus weeks, to be just barely functional. Something is wrong with me and I know I don't have a fever, but I feel like I need a Z-Pack. So I went on Saturday, cause I have a big speech on Friday, right? And I'm nervous about not being top of my game. Don't worry, I'll mind over matter it. If you're gonna be there in Oklahoma with me, don't you worry, I'm Huge. gonna bring it, okay? Huge. So- Tulsa. Tulsa, coming I'm in coming hot. in hot, coming okay? In hot. So, <laughs> I go to urgent care, these like, you don't have a fever, I can't give you um, an antibiotic, but I'll give you 27 other things that are gonna make you feel so tired, you're gonna just think that you died. And they don't work. They don't work, they just make me super sleepy, I still have all the symptoms, I still feel like garbage. Yesterday I go back to urgent care, not thinking that I live in a small Texas town, which I should have realized, it's the same guy. I literally walk in and- Why wouldn't it be? In LA, I never had the same urgent care doctor. Well, in LA, you never went to the same urgent care within three days of each That's other. That's true. So I walk in and he's like, oh, what? yes, what? And I'm like, well, I need something more. And he's like, you don't have a fever. I, you know, he's like, I, I mean, ma'am, I can give you something. I'm like, first of all, don't call me ma'am. Son. Secondly, he's like, I can give you something, but really we're just treating your imagination. We're just going <laughs> to treat your imagination is what we're going to do. I'm like, treat my imagination. You know what the thing is? The, the antibiotics would immediately work because my brain thinks they would work. Yeah. So even if they didn't actually physically heal anything, I just think, hook a sister up. I am not asking for, what's the drug, is it? Percocet or Oxy, like, I don't even know. I watched like a 2020 special once, and so those are the drugs that pop into my head. I'm not asking for pain medicine. I'm not gonna sell this Z-Pack on the black market, doctor. Just give me the thing. I'm like, because I've told him now twice, I'm like, I have this huge speech, like, this is my job. People are paying me money. Oh, B12 shot, I'd rather die. Oh my gosh. I got a B12 shot once. Worst I still can't ever. move my arm. Worst thing Oh ever. my, how do people get B12 shots on the regular? It's the most painful. Do you remember that? I, how could I forget oh that? Oh my gosh. You know what we also got once that is an absolute lie? What was it called? When you go, have you heard of those things where you go and they put an IV in? It's like a, it's not like a hospital. They put like an IV bag and you get a bunch of vitamin C and like nutrients and stuff into your blood. That's a lie. You basically That's go, a hundred dollar lie. You go to a, you go to someone who looks like Matthew McConaughey, who's vaping in his doctor's office. That is exactly office, right. And he says, bro. hey. Hey, bro. I've got this bag of fluid that is going to literally change your life. Change your life. They all have cool names. And we, like, just two pansies. We got something called the presidential. The presidential. That was the highest level you could get. Satin had someone pump an IV oh, full of nothing. They saw us coming. They were like, ha ha, fools. Yeah, we thought we were going to be like, it was, we were like, we're ready for the next level. There's a, 
I think he was a doctor that was wearing like a man skirt. You know those, you know, like if you go to like, like a, a kilt? It was like a kilt. But like I, I'm thinking of like you go to a music festival and there's the guy that has the hair that's not like combable and he's got on like a long thing that goes past his yeah. knees, but it yeah. doesn't have like pant legs. It looks like a like a skirt. I think he was wearing that. Yeah, we, we did Doesn't that. Matter. We did that thing and then people told us, well, maybe it's because you're so hydrated that you didn't feel any difference. You know what? You could have told us that before we wasted a hundred dollars. And by the way, it's not fast. Oh no. It takes hours. 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 It, we sat there forever. Oh, something smells good. I think the bacon is being cooked. <sighs> I'm not going to eat that, but um, it I smells know. good just the same. Good All part. right, everybody. Let's talk about something helpful. Let's talk about um, habits. This week, we're talking about habits. And I wrote down yesterday what our habits are going to be today. Oh, so um, yesterday we talked about the habits that had changed our lives that we feel like were really helpful. Yesterday we said starting the day, having a, a, a great morning routine that you refine over time and really dial in has been life changing. Oh my gosh, I just burped while I was talking. I'm so sorry. I mean, I'm so sorry. I had to call it out because I feel like you knew it happened. I well, I'd like to be the one that calls out when you burp. I'm in sorry. Front of That's people. terrible. Goodness. Oh my. You know those people who are um like into like burping and other things in front of their partner. I can't even say the words. We're, We're not, not those people. We are not those people. There you are, know what I'm talking about, yeah. right? Like the, the people who. No. Yeah. If you have bodily things, gases and things inside of you, I better never find out about it. I actually too like Keep there's that something romance alive, there's brother. something that happens when um, like enough life has been lived. I think where like I know for my parents as a for example, like I love my mom. She's amazing. My mom is like, you know what? I'm just at a point in life where if I want to burp, I'm burping. Yeah, she I'm like, care. Um, well, what? What? We're at no, the dinner you're table. You're not 95. <laughs> no. She's going to be real happy we're talking about this on live stream, by the way. I love it. Um, I love it. <laughs> sorry, I got off track. So the, the thing yesterday we talked about was morning routine. And if you want to learn about our morning routines and figure out how to build your own, go watch yesterday's live stream. It's on Facebook. Hello. Um, but the other thing that I feel like has really changed my life and continues to change my life and is something that I think most people struggle with. And that is a habit of self-awareness. Meaning, I am constantly analyzing, and not in an anxious way or a, um, a nervous way, but I'm constantly analyzing how things could be better. So uh, if I um, had a day where I felt really great, I'm like, I'm constantly taking notice of that. Okay, what did I do today? And was there anything different? And how could I do that every day to make things better? Having a habit of self-awareness means that you are super open to feedback, that you're having a, ha like self-awareness means that you assume, oh shoot, sorry guys, sorry Facebook, you assume that there's work to do. You assume that you need to improve in a lot of ways forever and ever and not in, a, in not in a way that you're carrying shame, but in a way that you're on the lookout for opportunities for improvement. So, you know, I went um, last week, I was in the mountains with my girlfriends and we were having a little mastermind. I was there with Jenna and Amy, you might've watched us. And every single time um, the bathroom was upstairs. So every time I would go upstairs, go to the bathroom, we'd be talking, 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 I have to go to the bathroom, come back down. And every single time I would come back down and be like, oh, I had a thought. Oh, I figured out that thing. Oh, you know what I was, and Amy was like, man, you're really introspective. You really do. And I am, I'm constantly 
like trying to figure out how I can do things better and not assuming that I have it down pat. I think this really matters for any of you that are, um, are trying something in last 90 days that you're trying for the first time. So you're trying to adopt great behaviors or you're trying to be healthy or you're trying to work out every day. Having a, a building a habit of self-awareness and I call it a habit because remember yesterday we say a habit is three things. It's a cue, something happens, an activity, you do something in response to that happening and a reward every single time. Uh, so the habit of self-awareness is my cue are often when things haven't gone great. So when something's happened, when I've lost my temper with my kids or when I've like binge, I you know, do emotional eating and I don't want to be doing that or just anything where I make a choice or do something or show up in a way that's not like I wish I could show up, that is an opportunity. That's my cue. And I have taught myself in the, in the past, listen up. So, sorry, I get excited. I'm going over all kinds of things. But remember yesterday I said, cue, activity, reward. Cue, activity, reward. You cannot change the cue. Most people, when they have a bad habit they don't want, they try and change the cue. They're like, well, I'll just not get stressed out. <laughs> I'll just not show up as the worst version of myself. I'll not fight with my husband. I'll not get mad at my kids. I'll... Great, dang, if you figure that out, let the rest of us know. But most of us are still going to have the cue because we're still gonna have the stresses in our life that cause that behavior. So you can't change the cue. What you can change is the activity. So for me, the cue is I show up as a version of myself I don't wanna be. Like I do something I wish I had it. And I change the activity to be one of self-awareness and introspection, meaning instead of beating myself up or instead of going and eating a tub of ice cream or all the chips in the kitchen because I'm stressed, I sit back and go, what set this off? How could I do this differently? How are ways I could have avoided this? How could I front load myself so this doesn't happen next time? This is something I've done over the last few years and I do think it has changed who I am as a person. I think it's changed who I am as a wife and as a mother. Um, I thought you were gonna go in a different direction. Oh, what do you think I was gonna say? Because I, like for me, self-awareness as a habit, I think is unbelievably important, but I think self-awareness when I think about habits is about being really intentional about understanding when your triggers take place. Ooh, that's there are time-related triggers when I get home from work, when I wake up in the morning, when it's time to go to bed. There are situational triggers when my kids return home from school, when I am at my family's house for a holiday, when, like, whatever it might be. There are, like, <coughs> state of mind triggers when I start to feel overwhelmed by life, when I don't have as much organization happening, or when I have meetings back to back. And it, the more that I've been able to say, all right, I know that this time related thing is about to happen. I can understand that my activity has normally been one that maybe yes. I'm not as excited about and that self-awareness allows me to keep it from happening before I get to the reward part by substituting a new activity that actually makes me a more productive version of myself. So if you know going into the holidays, part of why we do this, let's finish the year strong, is hey, there's oh, going to be sorry. times, bless you. Sorry. 
there's going to be times when uh, you know you're going to be with your extended family. And knowing that you're going to be with your extended family, if that trigger has traditionally produced an activity that maybe doesn't bring out the very best version of yourself, okay, how do you game plan how you want to be you know, like you're aware of that trigger, how are you now gonna change how you intentionally show up in that environment? I love this advice because Dave's idea of self-awareness habit is what can you do in advance? And my thoughts on self-awareness habits are what can you do if you've already slipped? Mm. If you've already made a mistake, if you've already done something that you wish that you hadn't, hold on. We're going to block this person because it's dumb. Um, so both are really great options. The ideal, the ideal is Dave's path. So what he's saying to know in advance, um, to be self-aware of what is going to trigger you so you can handle it, handle it better. That is incredible. Um, but it's also important to know what to do if you get sort of past the point of what you wish you would have chosen for yourself. And if this is new to you, if you have never really considered this before, then this is where we come into the idea of workbook Wednesday. Whoa, hello. Uh, We have a sound effect. So every Wednesday we want to dig a little deeper and we want you to actually do some work. Um, so sometime today, I would love it. Get get your notebook, get your computer, do something. I'm going to ask you to audit your week. Audit the last week of your life. Go through every single day. And if, if you can't remember that well, then just do the last few days. Audit all of the times where you were making great choices for your life, where you kind of stepped outside or you wish that you hadn't done it. So so many people using that hashtag last 90 days and saying, man, I already failed. I already failed. I already fell off the wagon. I already did. I'm like, ugh. instead of talking about the ways that you didn't do what you wish you would have done, go back, be self-aware, ask yourself, what made this happen? Why did I make this choice? Or, you know, hey, you didn't get your work done. Well, what happened? Did you get so late in the day that you didn't have time? So the way that we could circumnavigate that in the future is to make sure you get your workout in before noon. No matter what, if you get your workout in before noon, you're never going to run out of time at night again. Think of it this way, too. We're 10% of the way through the challenge. Hey, congratulations. We made it 10% of the way through. You have now... 10 or so days worth of time where you can say, of the five things, these have been the hardest for me to stick with. Of the five things, it's usually either at this time of day or in this situation that I've had a negotiation problem with myself where I convinced myself that I didn't need to do the thing that I know I I wanted or needed to do. Mm -hmm. But like, go back just through even the last 10 days and think about when, when, when was it hard? I, I know I can like identify the couple of times, especially through the weekend, where it was harder to be this intentionally great version of myself because of, I had a buddy over, yeah. I had a nice time hanging out watching football, harder to stay, you know, like, in but that mindset. What could you have done? What could I have done? Yeah. Now, if what I could have done is thought about it in the morning before he got there about how we needed to plan snacks in a more constructive way. Yeah. Right? <laughs> or just, or have 
having that, like, hey, I know I'm going to be around my friend for this time period. There's a chance that there's going to be an opportunity to maybe drink more than I wish that I would have. So I'm going to consciously choose to have a bottle of water in between, you know, every drink. Or I'm going to make sure that I know in advance that this is an opportunity that could present itself. So I'm going to suggest that we do something else. Or I'm, but but if you think about it in advance, you can have a plan. If you think about it in the moment. You're screwed because I don't know anyone who thinks about it in the moment. I don't know anyone in the moment that's like, oh, shoot, I shouldn't have done this. Most of the time, we're too far gone. And frankly, if you're in the moment and you've had a drink or you're in the moment and you're having fun, you are not likely to make the decision to change gears right then because why would you? You The way that we tell ourselves or the excuse that we give ourselves is like, well, I'm already here. Yeah. I already did this. So I may as well just sort of keep going on this on this way. Um, I was reading yesterday. Um, I was doing the last proofread for Girl Stop Apologizing, which is really exciting. <laughs> um, we're so close. I did give Dave a little bit of crap yesterday. I was like... You gotta read this book. I'm I ready. need someone to read this book. I'm ready. Because nobody has, and I think it's good. I think it's a good follow-up to Girl Wash Your Face, but I just need someone to read it and be like, yeah, good work, sis. Something, something's there. Um, but sound more confident when you say that. I cannot wait to read this book. Thank you. It is going to change lives. I hope so. It will. I really do. I'm excited. Um, So tomorrow I will be here Thursday and then I think I will be here. I think I'll be on on Friday, but I don't actually know. I don't I gotta think you go will. to Tulsa. You're going to be in day, Tulsa, Oklahoma. It'll be fi- day of firing you up about the weekend. All right, let's just do a few questions. We end every single episode with Q&A. So if you've got some questions, hey, let us know. Um, and make sure that, like, if it's long, if your question's super long, we can't see it because we're not going to open up your text box to see the whole question, if that makes sense. Uh, yesterday, there was a new episode of Rye. Podcast. If you did not get a listen to it, Julie Solomon yep. was the interviewee. Yep. It is great. Go listen to it and enjoy the wisdom that came out of that conversation. Tomorrow's episode of Rise Together podcast is going to be us talking about habits. <clears throat> everybody, <laughs> everybody is asking uh, the cost of the journals. So the journals, will you show me? Give me that. So Hello. this is one of our covers. The journals come out on Friday. The journals are $24. The spiral bound notebooks are $12. They are half the price. They match or you can mix and match all the covers go together. Um, and do I have a mantra for my kids? Yes, I do. Every single day I say to them before they leave for school, be kind to everyone and friends with anyone. Um, the Someone asked another question that I I don't remember, but I thought it was good. But now is I there a way to listen to Rise if you aren't an iPhone user? Absolutely. Yes, you can go to SoundCloud Stitcher. or Stitcher. It's going to come soon to Spot. It might be on. It Spotify. is on Spotify. It's on Spotify. Yeah. You can get that. Um, I am coming to Tulsa, but it's a private event. It's not something that you can get tickets to. But if you want to see me speak, you for sure can come to Rise Conference in Minneapolis in June 2019. It's our three-day women's conference. It is fire. It is the best thing we do. Tickets will go on sale here in a couple of weeks. Um, All of our stuff gets announced first through my email. So I send out an email every Sunday. Uh, If you are not already signed up for that, that's where you get all of the information first. 
Um, Someone asked, how do you deal with creating habits for a young human, six months old? My best advice would be do the exact same thing every oh, yeah, single day. Wake them up at yeah, the same routine. time. Feed them at the same time. When you put them to sleep, put them to sleep exactly the same way every single time at the same time. Um, routine. The someone just asked this question. They said, "Does coffee count toward your water taken?" To no. No, it's coffee. No, it's coffee. The only thing that counts towards water is water, not sparkling water. Water. You could put like fruit in your water, lemons in your water, herbs in your water, but that is the only thing that's considered water. Guys. I saw someone ask about crystal light in their water. No, I'm no, sorry. no, no. You're no. trying to have things that don't have <laughs> anything else in them. It's supposed to be purifying your body. Hello. Um, you know, the other thing that I saw, I, I'm, so I'm working right now, the book that I'm writing right now that comes out in 2020 is about health. So imagine like the fire and the fun and the sassiness of Girl Wash Your Face, but we're gonna talk about health. We're gonna get into it. And one of the things I thought, I saw, we have here at the house, I don't drink them, the kids drink them sometimes. Now I've like learned better, I bought them a long time ago, but you know the emergency packets? Mm -hmm. <coughs> um, so the emergency packets are these little packets that are full of vitamin C and you pour it into a bottle of water, you shake it up and you drink it and they're sweet. Emergency packets have six grams of sugar, Hello. six grams of sugar in a single packet. Wow. And they give you 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C. This is fully off topic, but stick with me for a second, guys. 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C or, uh, and six grams of sugar inside the packet so it tastes good so you want to drink it in your water. Guess how much a single pill of vitamin C that you can get at your grocery store that is very cost effective. One vitamin C, there's like a hundred pills in every bottle. Guess how many milligrams that is? A thousand milligrams of vitamin C in a pill that doesn't have any other things in it, that doesn't have any sugar, that doesn't have anything bad in it. There's so many decisions that, that I, when I didn't know, I was making so many decisions and unintentionally sabotaging myself because I thought things were healthy or I thought they were good. And I'm not even talking about like organic or whatever. I'm just talking about calories and sugar and carbs and things that I didn't know were hidden in my food. When you know better, do you do better? When you know better, you do better. So I saw that this morning on the vitamin C. I think um, maybe one of our kids had had one. And I was like, I wonder how many, oh, it's a thousand milligrams. Oh, the pill that I took yesterday because I'm sick. The exact same milligram. And P.S. Sorry, last thought because I have been sick and I've been taking a ton of vitamin C. I looked it up. How many vitamin C milligrams a day do you need if you're fighting an illness? It's like the minimum is 4,000. What? It's the minimum. You actually should be trying to get more. Wow. Um, <laughs> so then it's like, first of all, with your, your emergency packet, you'd have to take four to even get there, which is 24, it took me a minute because I'm not good at math, 24 grams of sugar in a single day. You guys are like, why are you talking about this right now? Because I just think there's all these things. I see people do this all the time with juice. Like I see people will mark like, you know, they're, they're like, I'm eating healthy. And then in the picture is juice. Juice, ha you're right. Juice can have good things for you. Juice is also just straight sugar. It's like you could have a milkshake or you could have a glass of orange juice. It's the same thing. Well, the milkshake brings all the boys to the it yard. It does bring all the boys to the yard. Sorry, nobody wanted to hear this. I'm just in the middle of writing this book right now. Ranting. And so it, 
Because I like it. I went like when I was trying to lose baby weight for the first time. I was really struggling because I had no idea how food worked. I kept sabotaging myself and I had no idea. I would cry and cry because I couldn't lose even a single pound and I didn't understand why. And it's because I was eating foods I thought were healthy and, and would help me lose weight and they weren't. So I'm doing all this work psychologically and then I'm destroying the efforts I've made with the food that I'm choosing. So just make sure you pay attention, that's all. All right guys, sorry for my rant. Wow. I love you. It's Wednesday. It's good. Make sure you audit your week. Make sure that you are open to the idea of being open, meaning self-awareness matters. And if you want to become a better version of yourself, you need to be okay with the fact that you've got some work to do. And that's fine. And that's great. It would only suck if you knew you had work to do and you were so you know, adamant about not changing that you refused to do anything. So in any of it. Uh, if you want to get the journals, they go on sale Friday morning. I do not know the time of the email, but I know you guys are jonesing for it. I'll let you know as soon as I know more, but just make sure that you are signed up. If you're asking, someone said, how do I get the books? Does that mean my book? It's at anywhere books are sold. Oh, and if you're talking about workbook Wednesday, it's uh, just take out a piece of paper. <laughs> yeah, today it's just, I want you to audit your calendar. And if you can't audit your calendar this past week, because you don't have the memory for it, then audit your calendar as you go through your day. So as you go through the day and you do something, what could you be front loading yourself for? Like, oh, I'm gonna have dinner with the girls tomorrow night. How could I plan in advance to do this right? How could I look at the menu in advance to make sure I don't fall off my plan? Or um, how could you, if you find yourself in a moment not being the person you wanna be, what could you do to change course and how you react to it? So I love you guys. Dave loves you too. I do. Have a great day. Have a we great will see you here tomorrow. Wednesday. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Start Today Morning Show podcast. If you want to actually see the episodes, make sure you tune in in the morning every weekday, 8 a.m. Central on Facebook and Instagram on basically every channel we have. Our theme song is from Sarah Sunshine. Follow her at the Sarah Sunshine. Our executive producer is Cameron Berkman. The show is produced by Chelsea Harfouche and Kevin Westlake. With production help from Nicole Fisher. And I'd like to give special thanks to Hawk, the fish that will never die. <laughs>